Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from PitchList.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is July 30th, and yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Taj Bradley, what's going on? 3.1 innings of five and runs against the Astros. Yeah, it was the Astros, and you're going to start him against the Tigers. But when it comes to the long picture of the last two months of the year, you might not want to go after Taj Bradley as he still just has not figured out his change in his, in his curveball and his cutter for strikes, and it's an elite four-seamer. We know this, but it might just kind of be until next year that we can maybe depend on him a little bit more. It is... 10th best strikeout rate in the majors at 30% for Taj Bradley. But yeah, that is uh, that is someone who's too much of a cherry bomb at the moment. And uh, I think especially as we get later on in the year, you might want to just be swapping him out for a streamer based on the matchups. It's just kind of that risky at the moment. Hugh Darvish had a great start against the Rangers. Did not do the approach I talked about for those previous two starts. And then there's one bad one. Weird, chaotic, amazing Darvish, and I guess we're here for that as we just keep going with Darvish. Emmett Sheen did well against the Reds. I'm not seeing the secondary stuff, so don't really want to lean into that. Uh, Mike Clemger against the Guardians did well. Three strikeouts, eight whiffs, 25% CSW. I'm not really into what he's doing right now. I think I got pretty lucky in this one. Sean Manaya was, uh, was the follower for Ryan Walker. For the Giants, I had a great 4.2 innings of zero runs, two hits, zero walks, five Ks. 47% CSW on the fastball, zero for eight CSW on the slider. So I'm not really leaning in on this, um, but at least they're calling it a four-seam right now and a sinker uh, for Sean Manaya. Uh, Joey Wentz followed Bo Brisky, also did really well. Four innings, zero and runs, four hits, one walk, six Ks. He did nail the Blake Snell blueprint of change-ups uh, down and, and cutters as well. And then, well, sorry, change-ups down and then four-seamers and cutters upstairs. I think I want to see a little bit more from Wentz to really jump into that. But uh, hey, hopefully the command sticks. Um, Bryce Elder is not doing a Vargas rule. He's just getting good matchups. So it was a good stream again versus the the Brewers. Now he gets the Cubs. And I think that's okay. But I don't really think that Bryce Elder is the guy you know from the spring. Uh, Luke Weaver's kind of doing the, the Cannibal McSanchez of cutters upstairs. And he is throwing it a lot harder. It's just not nearly as much break. It worked against the Dodgers. And maybe there's something there as he is pairing it with stuff low as well. I don't know. It, it, it could actually work, but uh, right now, two strikeouts. No, Luke Weaver's not your guy. James Antino is just really Toby. He gets uh, did well against the Cardinals yesterday, I guess, before walks were included. He'll get the Reds in Wrigley and then the Mets, and that's not really worth the gamble to me. Uh, he's kind of a Toby at best, and I don't really love that. James Paxton was going to get the Aces, going to ace, but label, and he went five, uh, five innings and one and run. But it was eight hits and two walks, so it's a two-whip. No way. If he gets, uh, he gets the Jays next time, he does well there. Then he'll get the aces against ace label. Alec Manoa, speaking of the Jays, not doing the thing we want him to do. I'm sorry. He did not pitch well here. And uh, don't touch Manoa. Do not believe in the Alec Manoa redemption arc. Paul Blackburn had a very interesting game inside of cores. Why? Because he went six innings, two earned runs, nine hits, zero walks, seven Ks. Sure, one earned run away from a very poor quality start. Fine. It's cores. 15 whiffs earned a gallows pole because he went 31 sliders and earned 10 whiffs on those. And that's a pitch with a 22% swing strike for the year. And this is the first time I've seen him at 29% usage on that slider all season. If he gets it up to 35%, maybe even 40%, there could be something interesting there, I think, with Paul Blackburn, because that's clearly far and away his best pitch. You have Hunter Brown against the Rays. He did much better than Taj Bradley. Six innings, 200 runs, uh, six base runners, four Ks. Nice to see it. He is going Blake Snell blueprint a bit. Four seamers were upstairs and also jammed. 
to right-handers on the inside uh, edge, uh, or really the inner half, which I really do like. Um, it's just about getting those sliders and curveballs down more often than they were. He's got a little bit of polish left to do, but I like that he has a clear approach down. That's cool. Reed Demers against the Jays. Didn't really do that well, but then again, we've got one more out. It was 4.2 innings, but if it, let's say he got five. I mean, two and runs, three hits, two walks, five Ks, which across the board is helpful. At the very least, he got the loss here. Slider wasn't as good as we've seen, but four seamers were solid. Curveballs were adapting to take over for the slider a bit. It worked. I, I think we just keep going with Demers. I understand that three of his last four starts came against the Dodgers, Astros, and Jays in his best start. In that grouping, uh, was actually the Pirates in between the Astros and Jays. I'm like, all right, well, he's not going to have that same schedule moving forward. Brandon fought against the Mariners, 5.2 innings with 300 runs and nine base runners and three Ks. He did have a better four seamer and nine over 29 whiffs and 34% CSW, but we're not seeing any extra vertical break from it. So that pretty much says, yeah, the four seamer is not the pitch I want it to be. Secondaries weren't very good in this one either. Brian moves speaking of bad fastballs, uh, zero for 36 whiffs against the Diamondbacks and 300 runs in five innings. Ugh. So annoying, and I do wonder if he's going to get shut down now. We've been saying this for like a month now. Is he going to get shut down now? Uh, yeah, I imagine he will, um, but he also needs to be much better than this. And as long as he's starting, he's going to go against the Angels next week if he's still in the rotation and all. I'm still letting it go because his four seamer should be better than this. And at least the sinker also was jamming guys inside, which is cool, which is why he went five innings despite five whiffs and 14% CSW and no strikeouts. Jordan Lyles got a win, and that's cool. I'm happy for him. Clark Schmidt is a Toby. Went against the uh, the Orioles. Got the win, but it was five innings of 300 runs. And five hits and one walk and two Ks. And I just feel like there are a lot of guys that are in this Toby land, especially young ones, where we think there is a potential for them to be more or they might teeter off. And I think, honestly, that uh, Schmidt may be someone who teeters off here. Tyler Wells against the Yankees. 2.2 innings, 300 runs, three hits, three walks, and one K. I don't think his command actually was as bad as this line would suggest. A lot of two-run shot to judge, for example. That's going to happen. Um, but he does get two really bad starts now. It's the Astros and the Jays, not in that order. Reverse it. And I'm okay dropping Wells, uh, considering that it has been three bad starts and people don't want to start him for those two. And you can leave him there and then get some streams that you would like those two weeks. And then you probably want to jump back and well on Wells after that. Johnny Cueto against the Tigers was my stream pick. Six innings of four and runs for its one walk 5K. So close to being productive. Got the loss here. Um, it's a great whip, 5Ks, but four runs, obviously not a win for me. Um, and with the loss, I think his command was actually really good for the most part. A lot of four seamers were still upstairs. Just three out of uh, three whiffs, though, instead of the 14 that we saw last time. And, uh, yep, that's what's going to happen. Uh, Phillies are next. I don't really love it for Johnny Cueto, but it was pretty good command. Um, and he did limit the hits. He just got kind of burned, right? So uh, maybe it is worthwhile because he is spotting pitches well. Um, Adam Wainwright, we're not doing. Same with Martin Perez or Patrick Corbin. Um, Quinn Priester, absolutely not. Um, Logan Allen did do the Blake Snell blueprint against the White Sox. Six innings, five earned runs, eight hits, three walks, four Ks. And I think the White Sox just kind of took advantage of his mistakes, but I do really like the change up in the four-seamer here, even though it's a tick down. I think he's going to do better than the next start against the White Sox. And we have a lot more pitchers to talk about, including Aaron Nola, uh, Bailey Ober. What are we going to do with those guys? And of course, today and tomorrow starters after this break. This podcast is sponsored by Underdog. Want to make money making picks on MLB games? And you have to try Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In Underdog's Pick'em game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick to two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to sign up with the promo code PITCHERLIST and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100 so you have some bonus cash to start playing with. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy 
underdogfantasy.com or underdog fantasy in the app store. Sign up with promo code PitcherList and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Must be 18 or older, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, 21 or older in Massachusetts and Arizona, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. In Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. Aaron Nola, 4.2 innings, 5 earned runs, 9 hits, 3 walks, 6 Ks. Very disappointing. I uh, The curve was really good, and it was two ticks harder, but then he made a few mistakes on that, and they got hit. The Pirates hit three changeups that were pretty much out of the zone or on the very edge, and he hit those for hits, and then three fastballs. One was good, and two were really bad, and those were hit. I was like, what are you supposed to do, man? Uh, it's, it's kind of frustrating. I kind of wonder if Aaron Nola should be throwing that horizontal sinker inside to right-handers more. I feel like he would escape some of these disaster innings quicker if he had a way to ensure an out a little bit more, but that's just me. Um, and I think you just got to keep starting Aaron Nola. You don't start Chris Flex, and it's cool to see him, but he had six walks and whatever. Uh, Julio Tehran's on the IL now, and he allowed nine runs against the, and against the uh, Atlanta, and of course he did, because it's Atlanta, and it's Julio Tehran. Carlos Carrasco did not look good, six earned runs and two-point winning, so never mind there. And Bailey Ober, honestly, four innings, six earned runs, 11 hits, zero walks, five Ks. You know, he had uh, a lot of good pitches as sliders and changeups and exactly where you would want them to be, four seamers upstairs as well, but he added a lot of pitches in the heart of the plate, and he got burned a little bit, and that's how it goes. Looking forward to today and tomorrow's games. Today's is pretty straightforward, because you guys also have some that have already started, but Luis Castillo, Jesus Lardo, Justin Verlander, Kenta Maeda, Blake Snell, Tarek Skuba, Merrill Kelly on the auto start here, straightforward. You have uh, Brios and Hendricks in our streamer. Christopher Sanchez, Christopher Sanchez get the, gets the Pirates, but also sneaky one is Nick Pavetta against the Giants, as he does have an opener for this one, and it's in Oracle Park. You also have Steven Matz against the Cubs, and Dean Kramer barely here in probably start tier, almost in questionable start tier against the Yankees, and on the other side is leading off the questionable start tier in Luis Severino against the Orioles in Baltimore. I really hope that the uh, the secondaries with their good location do get better. I do wonder if there was some tipping that he can remove. Aaron Savali was only two ticks down, not four ticks down in his last start. Still, I do wonder if there's an underlying injury that is going to show its face more so in this outing against the White Sox. So that is a questionable start. Ross Stripling has an opener against the Red Sox. Don't love that, but maybe it can work as he did have a better changeup in the last start. AJ Smith-Shaver is going today, not Charlie Morton, and he goes against the Brewers, and that's a very decent, desperate stream if you need one. Graham Ashcraft against the Dodgers, another desperate stream. Same with Brandon Bilek against the good Rays offense. And then do not start here. Maybe Luis Medina gets the strikeouts like Pauly Punchouts punch did yesterday and Paul Blackburn in cores. He's had a really good slider and curveball last three starts. I still don't want to do it because it's core, so do not start. Tyler Anderson against the Jays, really good changeups lately, but no, it's the Jays, so do not start. Michael Grove could make it work very uh, whatever against the Reds, but no. Michael Kobeck, absolutely not. I uh, guess the, the strikeoutless uh, Guardians, uh, they resist many strikeouts. Trevor Williams, Rachel, Colin Ray, Ryan Yarbrough, Cody Bradford, Ty Bloch, and Ray's bullpen is the rest for today. But that is it for today. Thank you all so much for the support. I understand it's a very short one, uh, but we'll be back, of course, tomorrow with more. And that is it. So my name is Nick Pollock. I made your bounce below and your strikeout high.